this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, and wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest has a mission to help 1 million entrepreneurs earn $1 million by the time he is 40 years of age. Please welcome Devin Walls, a.k.a. Dr. Walls, a.k.a. Mr. Everytime. Hello, Devin. Thank you. Hi. One million by one million. One million and one million. That's a lofty goal. It is. How are you going to get there? What, what, um, just tell me, what's the, what's the mission here? What's happening? Okay. So I guess I have to start back when I was uh, 16 years old because a lot of people, like I was just in this network convention and they say, how much money do you guys want to make by the end of the year? People were saying 100,000, 200,000. People were saying 500,000. I said a couple million. And they were like, yeah, yeah. And, and nobody really believed that, you know, and I was like, you know, um, I mean, they said that's a great goal to go for and everything, but chances are it could it possibly won't happen or whatever. I mean, I don't know how exactly they were what they were thinking, but when I was 16 years old, I uh, created this this eight foot by eight foot city. And um, when I got done with the city, I uh, I heard the same voice that I hear on Sunday morning saying, this is right. That's wrong. That same voice that lets me know right from wrong said you are going to build this for my people. So wait one second. Eight foot by eight foot. That's mm-hmm. very small. It's very small. Is it tiny people in your city? Um, well, <laughs> what was, does that mean? Okay, so so basically, I took um some some a, a board that you can use to do art in your bathroom. You know, tile. Okay. And on the other side of it, it was it was gridded, and so I built this this uh, this city on uh, an eight foot by eight foot panel. Okay. It was a city that was built to scale. Gotcha. Okay, so I know exactly what this city looks like. I uh, I can build it in my in my in my dreams. I can build it in my reality right right now. And so, when I heard that voice say you're going to build this for my people, and I realized this was a city that was going to be a rescue from poverty. It was going to be a rescue from um, a torn economic system. Uh, it was going to be a rescue from abuse and neglect. It was going to be a rescue from a torn healthcare system. It was going to push all of the ills of society out and and welcome all of the the good of people in. And um and so I was 16 years old, I didn't know the value of a dollar. But now that I understand the value of a dollar, I know that um that 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 my goal is real because I I I also have a very spiritual connection, you know, with with my life. And and I ask my mentors, I say, is it possible for God to bless someone to be a a billionaire, trillionaire or a quadrillionaire? If they're if they're intent is to use that that position in life to help people and the man said well yes it is very much possible for god to bless people like that because his will is that we'll treat our neighbors the way we want to be treated and if you're going to be in a position to greatly affect your neighbors like that then he'll definitely supply what needs to be supplied for you to be able to do that that's that's a um a miracle that can be reproduced in someone else's life by faith because they watched it and now they say hey i'm starting off with nothing but he started off with nothing and he did that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it, 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 there's a lot to what I'm talking about. And whatever question you ask me, I'll give you the best answer that I can without being like words that don't mean anything. I love it. Well, okay, I'm going to go back to something because what struck me is when you said you were 16, you didn't know the value of a dollar, which I think is pretty normal for most 16 year olds out there, right. you know, that, and, and, and it's, and it's difficult to teach sometimes because, and I have a daughter who's 15 and she, she, I don't think it's, <laughs> you know, I mean, in her mind, it's like $50 for eyeshadow makes complete sense, you know? And so we have to talk about, well, 
Okay, that's a lot for eyeshadow in your mother's point of view. So that would, you know, maybe be something that would be a little bit more of a special buy than we're going to run out and buy this right now. So at 16, you didn't know the value of the dollar. When did you know the value of a dollar? When did you get it? Like when I got what, my light what, bill. Huh? When I got my light bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, it's when you start paying bills this happens, right? <laughs> right. You go, oh, goodness. I used lights for a month and it cost that much? Right. That was everything that I made in tips or... You know, it, it it takes up so much of what you do for a living to pay that bill. So it's just like, wow. Wow, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and so you worked in the restaurant business? Oh, yeah. Don't you think that everybody should work in the restaurant business? Well, yeah. I think that until you are able to have that, that experience and appreciate it, then then you need to stay there until you're able to appreciate it. Because I remember when somebody told me to go clean the bathroom for my $8.50 an hour. And I had, to, and I knew I was gonna have to get on my knees for that eight dollars and fifty cents, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, because uh, I already did the re- the basic stuff in the bathroom, but I was gonna have to like actually get on my knees now. And so uh, I was like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I got all these other different things to do. But then I, I was humbled in that moment. I was just like, okay, this guy has respect for me. He's not trying to disrespect me. He wants us to have a great restaurant, you know. And and I want my job, right. So I went in there and I cleaned that bathroom and I told him, I said, you know what, man, anything that you need done around here, you just let me know. And and when I when I finally got it, that we're part of a a, a team, that we're part of, hey, I, I, I do this part for what I get out of it. You do this part for what you get out of it. We made Riverfront Times at the Wasabi in Ebersville. Really? Yes, we did. See, that is awesome. So that says a lot right there is that you changed your perspective on what was being asked of you. You could have taken it like, I am too good for that. Mm-hmm. And you said, no, I am part of this team. And in order for this team to move forward, this is my part right now. Mm-hmm. I love it. And don't you think, because you talk to entrepreneurs all the time, we all have to do grunt work as entrepreneurs. Yes. We're like the everything. So it right. sounds awesome. I'm an entrepreneur, but... We are doing, at the beginning, especially almost every part of our business. Exactly. No matter what, <laughs> right? right? I mean, I and, and and you have to learn. I mean, I remember thinking to myself, I am terrible at accounting, yet I have to do, I have to be my own accountant. I am terrible at this, yet I have to do it. So you kind of start learning, but then don't you think part of that is also you begin to discern, here are my skills, here are not my skills, and I have to go find the the skilled people in the part that I am not good at in order to really keep growing. Exactly. You know, so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that story. Thank I'm, you. Thank you. I uh, Go ahead. You're going to say something. I can tell. Go. Yeah. I'm having a great time building this team that I'm building because I, I'm a network marketer. My very favorite thing in the world to do is be a network marketer. But I had to have a change of heart in my business because my TV show requires so much of my time that I can't depend on money that only comes after I meet a certain amount of requirements. I need to be able to clock in and clock out and then still be able to go take care of this TV show. But the TV show is building me a massive network of really reliable and trustworthy people to run a network marketing business with. Got you know, yeah. And it's going to be their option if they want to be a part of it or not. But, you know, um, I'm glad that I'm seeing the skill sets by doing the TV show. It's like this guy comes from two hours away and has a lead role on the TV show. You know, and as a matter of fact, when I wasn't able to make the uh, the Urban League meeting because I'm trying to teach my team networking events. Mm-hmm. This guy comes from two hours away in Pittsfield, Missouri, and and he was the first one to respond to my open text. And I said, you know what? God has chosen you to be the leader. 
because I, I realized it. I said, this is the guy right here that knows how to um, bridge that I don't know you, you don't know me gap the easiest. So Got I was like, ya. God chose you to be the leader. You're the first one to respond. You're coming from two hours away. I was like, you know, hey, everybody say hello to your leader, you know, and um, the rest of the people that showed up, their, their, their jobs were leadership roles as well. Every one of the people on my team, I look at them as an executive. Our job is to go to these network conventions and then learn what people know and invite them into the Power to Get Wealth TV show. And and Denny Moore is the guy that I'm telling you about. Um, he, he's been one of the the number one people in, in, in my group. And I, I love him to death because he does everything that he does with the spirit of excellence and he does it with love. Very cool. Mm-hmm. A true leader then. Absolutely. So we're going to take a quick break because I want to get back to, I, want, I would like to talk a little bit more about your TV show. Yes, ma'am. We will be right back with Devin Walls. Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and I'm the owner of 100th Monkey Media. 100th Monkey Media specializes in affordable and very effective social media solutions for the small to medium-sized business. Our goal is to create a social media presence that shows off who you are, what you do, and delivers brand loyalty and raving fans. Contact us today to learn what 100th Monkey Media can do for you. 636-789-1776 or visit 100thmm.com. That's 636-789-1776 or 100thmm.com. Okay, and we are back with Devin Walls. And we're let me talk about your TV show. Tell me about this show. I love to. So I um have been a musician for 29 years. And I've been a rapper for 29 years. That's how I started into music. You know, I had a drum set first and then I started playing on this drum set. And then I started making words come to the beat as I was playing on the drum set. And um, I said, wow, I just invented something new and something really cool and something fresh. Well, rap had actually started maybe three, four, five years before I started it. But if you ask me at that time, who was the inventor of rap? <laughs> I started this. I started rap, right? Hey, I'm the, the I originator am the inventor of, of, rap. of rap music, right? <laughs> okay. And so 29 years later, I write this song and it's called Every Time We Show Up. That's why my name is Devin every time we show up walls on Facebook because that was a song that in, it entered me into the daytime television entertainment career that I now have. Um, and so this song went from Studio A. Uh, it was produced by the guy who put Jibs out. Jibs is another 314 representative. Okay. Um, he had the song Chain Hang Low. Well, that guy uh, produced a song and he said, you know, it's up to you to take this song and do whatever you're going to do with it. I, I, it stops here with me, you know, like, Unless right. I wanted to pay for some extra services, you know, and that's fine <laughs> because you know I, I I came from a background of music all of this time, so we we can get into that if you want to. I don't want to prolong the story, but so I come out of the studio with this song, and um, and it goes to Murphy Lee's manager. Murphy Lee was second in fame to Nelly of the Saint Lunatics, right? And it goes to a business partner of Tyler Perry's music uh, music department, and it didn't go any further than that that business partner. Um, I'm not sure if he ever showed Tyler Perry the song. And so, um, but it also went from that, that, at that point, I, I was looking for a way to get this song out there and, and create something for myself. And it goes to uh, all of these Facebook followers of mine. And then it ends up in the hands of this person that says, thank you for your submission. If we like what we hear, we're going to put your song on TV. And I'm like, great. You awesome. Know? And so um, a couple of days later, yeah, we like your song a lot. We're going to put it on TV. So I'm all happy. For a whole week now, the buzz wears off, and I said, "Okay, well, tell me more about this. I want to get some concrete answers about how my yeah, song is going to be mean? on TV, what, right? Where on TV? What yeah. show? Yeah, yeah. So, um, schedule this, you know, this this chance of a lifetime conversation 
with Elonda Bless Brown of BGN TV. It's a network that's based out of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a very precious, near and dear to my heart conversation, you know, because it was just, you know, everything that I had prayed for. And and she said in that conversation, um, I think that you're the person I'm looking for to run this TV show that I have that I'm that I'm creating. And and I told her, I said, well, I would love the opportunity I've been reading on broadcasting. So even though I was thinking about being a radio personality, I know some of the things that it would take to do some programming. So if you tell me some stuff, it won't be going completely over my head or sound like Spanish to me. Nonetheless, I know that you could be the the creator and the the administrator. You know, I'll be the steward. Right. I'm not trying to say I want to run everything. All I'm saying is you, you can tell me what to do and I'll get it done for you. Awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you put a song out there and then look what happened. Right. And then you ended up with this show. Right. And where do we see this show? Okay, so we're still trying to figure out who the carrier is going to be. And I just gotcha. now found out what a carrier is. That's DirecTV, <laughs> Charter, or whatever else they have out there. Gotcha. And so, um, as a matter of fact, the more I study the broadcast world, it's being reshaped digitally. Yes. And so... I understand that just because I don't get feedback from Elonda telling me how she's going to play her cards in the network doesn't mean that she's not going to play her cards in the network to my benefit. It just means that things are being reshaped right now and that um, she's waiting on answers like I'm waiting on answers. So I don't well, know what channel I'm going to be on. I mean, that's the thing mm-hmm. that you can do now, right? Yes, is that is that you can go ahead and you can start your show before anybody. I mean, that's what this is what I did with the podcast. Right. I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. I, I had no grand plans behind it. Mm-hmm. I just was compelled to do it and started doing it. And right. now things are happening. Right. Um, you know, the word is out. I've got some people that are interested in, in taking it all up to the next level. And we're working on that. What is it going to look like? Who knows? Right. But it's definitely Start something interesting. and then watch how big it goes. And so we meet up to talk about wealth. The name of the show is The Power to Get Wealth. It's Elonda's baby, and I'm the steward of her baby. I'm the babysitter. <laughs> and um, and so we meet up to talk about obtaining wealth, tips on entrepreneurship, uh, to listen to great music because I'm a millennial and a musician. Yes. And just to have fun. And an extremely fast rapper. How in the... I'm not... When I was listening to your songs, I was amazed at how many words you could fit into a second. Yeah. Well, that's because I went to a Catholic school. Really? And so I rap in complete sentences. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say, because I always had a joke. I grew up Catholic. Okay. And I always had a joke about, you know, we we just, you know, Catholic, it's like quick. You have quick mass. Everything's, you know, to the point, right? Um, You know, the mala beads. That mm-hmm. they use like I think for Hinduism and okay, Buddhism well, they got mala beads. beads and there's about. 108 beads okay. that you know and that's you do the different prayers 108 right mm-hmm. but you know Catholics we got the rosary 54 right. cut it in half we do not have time for 108 <laughs> <laughs> I get it I get <laughs> it we can only do 54 beads here right. so so that's interesting so um when I I would love I mean I tried to really listen to all the words. Mm-hmm. But what, and and it's difficult because there's so many, but it wasn't that I couldn't understand the words. I mean, do you practice, I mean, are you one of those people that stand in front of the mirror and practice diction? Like, I used to. It is amazing. As a a child, I used to stand in the mirror and then I would watch what my mouth does in order to know how to rap. And I would walk from Normandy High School through Bell Noor, where people don't know me at, but it's still part of Normandy. And then I would walk into Bell Ridge and I would walk through these places where people didn't know me so they couldn't really judge me. And if they did, it didn't hurt. 
And I would be freestyling anything that I could think of. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm going to freestyle on the air for you. I won't make you. Thank you. You just tell me what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> if you feel the need to start rapping something, just say so and we'll let you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so I, that's how I, I, I perfected my craft. I did it in, in, in front of l uh, large audiences. I did it um, by walking up to people and asking them, hey, if you like the way my music sounds, would you get one of my CDs? Can I show you something live right now? And so... I had already performed a thousand times the, that week before I ended up on my on my next show. So I just I, I did this, you know, I put in 18 hours a day selling my music in order to build the money that I needed to handle my business and to take care of my children while I was handling my business. And, you know, I, uh, I would walk down the streets of Colorado Springs and people would scream their 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 lungs out and I would get so furious. Cause I was like, why are these people screaming at me? And then it was just like this, 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 uh, my, my, my conscience went off and said, you know, uh, it's because you're selling all of this music, Devin, you know, you keep on selling music like that. People see you, they're going to be like, Hey, that's him. That's him. That's yeah. So, um, okay. And, but you can listen to your music right now on SoundCloud. Yes, if can. anybody's interested, right. Mm -hmm. That's where, that's where it's living. That's right. SoundCloud.com forward slash Dr. Walls. Dr. Walls. And so I listened to someone, I just thought it was so fun. And I actually got to see you rap. One time, remember yes, I, when I first met Devin? That's what he—he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll rap for you." And off you, I'm like, "How fun is this?" <laughs> so we got a minute and seven seconds. Can I do something? Go for it. Okay. In Southern Illinois, seem like the powers that be straight be hating on our folk. They robbing from us through the power bill industry, literally taking what's ours, yo. The price of the power they using is pennies, compare it to highway robbery. So I come here to level the field with no home field advantage, emerging from poverty. And my company growth meteoric, my flow metaphoric, so they can't ignore it. Plus, I'm coming so hard from the start that it ain't hard to see. Dionne Warwick. I'm rocking church clothes in the hood, telling power consumers it's time to get paid back. My tie double Windsor, my words never censored, my Chrysler 300 is laid back. Suited up from the shoes to the neck, I was bouncing on my toes in the boardroom meeting with the deal. Everybody on my board getting checks, sound sell kilowatts. Just got a better way to pay your bill. For real, you need a light bill, doctor, because it cannot be cured with pills. And as a rumor diagnosis, let me get your account information from you. I'ma get you healed. Ten digits, name, address, raise on, email, and the number you get paid on. I'ma reach you if I have to use a payphone. Just to find you, I'll probably throw the J's on. We all good, like to smell good. I sprayed on, put that on the color orange. I don't gotta stay long. Get you locked in with the price you can bank on. On your way to Bible study, you could get your thanks on. And then I'ma get my praise on. Even when the home for the advantage still made known, that the power company would have to put their brakes on. Told you that the system was about to get shaked on. Truth on the beat playing, can you hear it? Fifty dollar gift cards wouldn't get near. It, gonna drop their request when they clear it. Kilowatt price slain in the spirit. Oh my gosh. Yay! Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Oh, how fun. How fun. Thank you. All right, we will be right back with Devin Walls. This is Mickey Hancock. Now's a good time to get a snack. My mom's going to do another commercial. If you're looking for an agency to help you with creating and publishing engaging content, launching campaigns, or reputation management, 100th Monkey Media is the social media agency for you. Make your business successful with its social media and get a real return from your investment. 100th Monkey Media is far more affordable than you may think, and we make it easy and impactful. Learn how 100th Monkey Media can help you on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, and more. Contact us at 636-789-1776 or visit 100thmm.com. That's 636-789-1776 or visit 100thmm.com. Okay, and we are back with Devin Walls. And so, record deal. Tell yes, me. Okay, so I... In 2012, I've always known since I was a little kid, since I built that that model city that I told you about, right. that I could go to Racine, Wisconsin, and have a record deal. 
my uncle uh, Kenneth Jones is uh, a very, very good friend of the people that he comes into contact with. And so I always wanted to prove that I can make it without my uncle's help. And so I never took him up on the offer to go to Racine, Wisconsin. Well, in 2012, I went to Racine, Wisconsin because my back was up against the wall. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do some some live shows in order to create the income that I needed to stay ahead. And it's okay to ask for help. Right. And so um, so I went to Racine, Wisconsin, and I made this song called Platinum Rush. And it's also on my SoundCloud. It's soundcloud.com forward slash Dr. Walls, D-R-W-A-L-L-S. <laughs> you can watch, you can listen to Platinum Good Rush. Good job. <laughs> this guy that recorded Platinum Rush, I reached back out to him and I told him about my daytime entertainment career. And I told them, I, I said, you know, I, I need uh, to be able to produce music as fast as I'm producing shows. And I said, by the way, since I met you in 2012, I know I can write a song now every single week. You know, so we, we can have some serious traction here and we can move a lot of units because, you know, this is TV. And I never told him the, the target markets that we hit, but it made sense to him. And I knew that if my offer got into the right person's ears, that we'd have ourselves a deal. And he said, Devin, he said, I listened to that song. That song was so hard. That's actually my ad lib tag. So hard. You know? <laughs> he said, that song was so hard, dude. He was like, man, I got you, Devin. He said, plus I'll shoot your videos too. Oh, cool. And so that's what I needed. I need, you know, uh, music production, video production, CD covers, CD manufacturing, flyers, posters, and everything that would make me, that would make me look like I was already signed by gotcha. those guys that do that, that Perfect. stuff. Perfect. Good yeah. for you. Yep, I'm All so right. proud. We're going to be keeping an eye on you. Yes, ma'am. But first, we have to ask you questions. Are you ready for question time? I'm ready time? for your questions. <laughs> okay. Now, you know you have free license with these. You okay. You can take them wherever you wish. Awesome. Um, so, since you know so many entrepreneurs. Yes, ma'am. What is your one word that would sum up an entrepreneur? Faith. I love that. Faith. That's exactly true. Faith is what purchased everything that I'm doing. It wasn't the, how much money I have. It was how much faith I have. Oh, good answer, sir. I love that one. Okay. So you were five when you invented rap, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. At what point did you think to yourself, like, do you have a memory of a time that you thought, I've really got something here? Like, you know, you were doing it sure. at five. You weren't like, I am going to do this with my life. more. Okay. Well, maybe you were. But what point did you say, oh, wait, I'm, I am pretty good at this. I think I can take this somewhere. Was there a time, a you know, feeling, a moment? I went on tour with Busy Bone. Uh, Busy Bone is one of the rappers in Bone Thugs. Okay. Yeah. And you went on tour? I went on tour with him um, at the age of 27, 28. And, and I still didn't know that I had something special. I mean, I, I, I almost got a, a $200,000 deal. And I still didn't have know that I had something special. I mean, I thought it was more special than the people that evaluated me. They said that out of a scale of one to ten, you got a seven and a half. And I'm like, seven and a half. You know, they said well, ten. Yeah. They <laughs> say, well, that's still Powerball numbers in terms of a record deal. Really? And so yeah, seven out of ten by A and R standards is awesome. It's just not more than awesome. Gotcha. And so, um, and so, but I, st- I, I knew I still had some doubts because I didn't know what to do to brand myself or anything like that. Well, it actually hit me when I was out on Washington, St. Washington Street, Washington Boulevard in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh-huh. And I was doing that song that I just did before our last end of the last segment. And I was listening to myself on an outer body experience, listening back at myself and say, wow, this song is really going to go where I wanted to go. I would tell people, you know, by the time I'm 34 years old, my music is going to be nationwide. And I was speaking my destiny into the ears of so many people. But when I started really, really listening to my, my the lyrics on that song, I was like, this is really going to happen. It just, it overtook me. I, I started 
smiling at the people like, oh, do you hear what you're listening at? Aww. It was shocking me. Like, this, I created this. And so it was six months ago when I found out after 29 years of rap music that I could actually do something with it. Very cool. So, oh my gosh, so this is like pretty new, the whole, I got this. Yeah. So I tell people like, if you think that I'm like so excited about my music career when I'm supposed to be branding myself as a television guy, and they like, you know, you try to double brand yourself, then, you know, that's not the way the world works. You have to stick to one thing and no, focus on mm -mm, Not and so, today. Multiple streams. I say, I say, well, you know, you got to look at how I almost gave up on this thing for 29 years. And now it's now, it's now happening. So why wouldn't I be so thrilled to tell you about what's happening in this career that, you know, I could have gave up on so many times. Well, exactly. And the other thing is, is that you, you yourself are your brand and mm -hmm. other things can fall underneath that right so you are your brand but then you have a tv show and you've got a music career and you are helping entrepreneurs i mean that that's the tying factor mm -hmm. and what's cool about a personal brand is you don't have to create it it just is right because it's just who you are yeah you know so yay yeah you and so i'm just trying to figure out how to take me and put it on paper so that way it can make sense to someone that thinks the visuals that, that and the marketing before and the millennial you know that, that <laughs> code of thinking i want to be able to make make sense to that code of personalities very good i love it okay so this is from one of your this is from um one of your song but songs but who rules the trap i just who wanted rules to the ask trap? that okay because <laughs> well, i sound so cool saying it yeah so rule the <laughs> trap is um is basically a song that i wrote about my lord and savior jesus christ he is the ruler of everything and so um he's using um people that believe in him to carry out his plan and what's the trap? The trap. The trap is uh, in the embodiment of hip hop. It's actually a sub genre. Oh, okay. Of rap. And but it's also parallel symbolic of uh your your typical modern ghetto. Got it. It's the trap. So there's so many layers to that. Mm -hmm. I knew there was, but I mm -hmm. think that that's so interesting. I mean, that's one of the things that I love about musicians is that there's so many layers to what they're doing. Mm -hmm. It's and unless you ask the question, you really don't know. And it can change over time. I mean, you know, 10, 20 years from now, I'm going to ask you that. And, and there'll be all kinds of nuances that, that will come to you during right. that time. Right. Because before I die, I want there to be less filth in the trap. As a matter of fact, I want to untrap the minds of the people in the trap. Yes, exactly. And so, you know, we can call it a trap tw 20 years from now, but it's going to look like uh, Bellevue Gardens, you know, because I'm going to put an in initiative of people that care. And, and I'm going to volunteer with the time that I have left on this planet to be a steward of these lands and, and reverse the, uh, the, the physical degradation. And I also want to reverse the spiritual and mental degradation of, of the trap. I am glad you're here. We Me need too. people. This is good, right? This is these. We need people like you. This is what's going to help us get out of all the craziness that has been created, and it's not going to happen easily. No. We all know that. So you know, right now I'm looking at how wacky the world is, and I'm like, okay, I know it's wacky, mm -hmm. and there are a lot of people are spinning, but don't spin. Just kind of stay in that calm center and bless the people spinning. But you keep doing your thing. Mm -hmm. Just keep doing your thing, Devin Walls. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, thank you for being a guest today. You're very welcome. This has been wonderful. I, I really appreciated my time here, and um, I uh, want to speak to the people that 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 read. You know, the number one book on the on the planet, the Bible. You know, there's a guy in the Bible that loved God with his heart, mind, and soul the way that we were instructed, and no other man, physical physical living person, loved God more than Josiah. 
but that doesn't mean that you can't be next after Josiah. I love it. Thank you, Devin Walls. Thank you, too. And thank you, everyone out there for listening. You have been listening to Mishmash. Go to iTunes, subscribe, because we always have amazing people like Devin Walls on our program. Thanks. <laughs>